I'm pretty excited about what we're doing here. Um, the truth about him. So uh, it's, it's funny how this idea for this podcast, this brand came to me actually this morning at 6.30 a.m., right? Um, I've, been, I've been going through some, some, some mental battles as a man, and in my research, I'm, I'm looking for support, right? Support, you know, I have my band of brothers, but what other support can I get out there to figure out what's going on and how to navigate through this thing called life and being a man in this life? And I really couldn't find anything. Right. I really couldn't find anything that support supports men in mental health. And and I believe that us as men, we want to do so much for for ourselves, for our families, for our kids, for our spouses, for our girlfriends, for society, right? Right. We want to do so much. But there's this, I guess, this this stigma, this lie about who men are and what we want, right? So I want to tell the truth about him, right? The truth about him and, and, and what he want what he wants, what he goes through, and what he experiences in this thing called life. Because I think if if we get a hold of, of who we are and the truth about him, then we can be better men um, and, and whole. So my man, Anthony Williams, thank you for joining me, brother. I appreciate Pleasure. you being here. And and we just hopped on camera. This is real spontaneous. Real spontaneous. It's hopped like, on camera. And then, you know, we we brought Jamin in. So Jamin's over there. Say hi, Jamin. Yeah, he's a producer uh, director uh, back yeah, there. He's over there. So controlling the board. We're gonna we're gonna all talk about him and the truth and just and just share um our feelings, share who we are uh as men and just talk about our experiences. And one, for me, this is this is gonna be my therapy. Right, right. This right. podcast and hopefully um, walking through my healing journey, uh, it can help other people get get through there. So, yeah. So let's get into it. I have no idea where this is going, but it's episode one. Got you. Uh, the truth so about him. Go ahead. Where do we leave off? We were having a really just coming. We had a cancellation. So yeah. we sit down yeah. and just started talking. Yeah. And the conversation started getting real good. It did. And we're like, man, we got to turn the cameras on and get <laughs> right, this. Right. Kind of lose a little of the momentum. It take you know five right. or ten minutes to get stuff set up, right. but once we get it going, it's on. It's on. So, uh, you know, this interesting. You you and L did a podcast a uh, couple back, couple shows back uh-huh. on uh, I Create, right? Right. And she said something, and it's so true. And how many of us have heard this, or we said this to our kids, or we've heard it in our family? Is you know we tell it's just a way that we socially engineer young men, yeah. uh, young children, really babies, toddlers, but I'm talking about men, yeah. right? And um, that there's all this societal pressure on them. They gotta be uh, a certain way. You're a man, you got right. to be tough. You right. can't have feelings. You have to, uh, you know, man up. I think that's what it was. Man He's up, either yeah. man up or get over it. Right. Those are some hurtful words, and anybody saying that to their kids or to their family members, please don't do that. Yeah, because that stuff hurts, and it doesn't build. It's not constructive, and it doesn't produce the mental health or right. the positive mindset that we need just to get through the day to day of our life. So, what does that mean when it says men can have feelings? Because we do have feelings. We were born with feelings, right? Everybody has feelings. So, what does right. it mean by you know men can't have feelings? Because I mean. That's how I grew up, you know. Right. You, you can't cry, you, you can't show any emotion. The only emotion that you're allowed to show as a man is anger, right? And, and aggression, and aggression, and testosterone. Yeah, and you, you can't be vulnerable. You can't. Right. You can't be weak. You can't cry. 
because that's 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 weakness. I think that's that's destroyed us as men, destroyed who men who men are, because there there's been times in my life growing up from a child to adult that I felt like crying, but right. I held back tears because a man ain't supposed to cry. And even 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 though you know growing up, going through training, going through different processes, yesterday. I found myself super emotional and I started to cry, but I immediately cut it off, right? Because men don't cry. And that's something that's, that's been ingrained in us. And I, and I know millions of men go through that like every day, every second of the day, right? So why is that? Why, why can't men show emotion? Well, that's a big one. This is what it seems like to me is right society saying you you can't you raise these kids and you tell them they got to be men they got to be macho they have to be you know right. have all that whatever that is i think that's just really a um kind of like a 1940s or even before them mentality of okay this is what men's role is men's supposed right. to do this you know he he goes to work he comes home and that's pretty much all he take care of the yard the outside stuff and he's this strong guy that's right. supposed to be able to handle all of this and all the pressures that come with it, whatever right. he might be dealing with in his job or however that's going or relationships with his family. He just has to suck it up, be stoic and, you know, show that strength yeah. that, okay, you can still lean on me, yeah. but you gotta have something to stand on too. Fortunately for me, you know, I've had good support around me that's helped me yeah. with that, you yeah. know, and certainly my wife has been, uh, helped me along the way with yeah. that and the way that I grew up and the way that I was raised it just sets itself up for gener generational trauma and mm -hmm. then we carry this stuff and you know, we conform to what everybody is telling us the way that we should be the right. way that we should act right. and but that's not really who we are inside right. so what happens is <laughs> right. and I got this from Jojo my son and he's just talking about we have perfected suffering in silence we have perfected suffering silence. Wow. Yeah. And that's, that's not right. And that's not wow. good. Wow. Right. So, you know, a lot of times, sometimes my wife asks me, what's wrong? And I'm thinking about business or whatever it is. And, you know, it's, it's not comfortable energy. Yeah. And I just say nothing. Yeah. Right. But she knows yeah. there's something going on. She knows you. Right. And then when I'm ready to talk about it and then I'll say, hey, you know, this is kind of what's going on. We're trying to work through this and it's a little frustrating or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But uh, men's mental health, I think it's, to me, it seems like we're getting more and more uh, people talking about it and the issues coming up. I, all you have to do is just go to the gym. Now we go to the gym, we yeah. work out together and that's a great source of uh, pick you up for yeah. mental health. So even me for this week, I just felt like my spirit was low. My mindset was low. Yeah. My creative energy was low. I was really tired. And sometimes you just don't want to get out the bed. You're right. You, you don't. Right. Yeah. So, so this week I spent more time at the gym, more time with you and uh, the brothers at the church, not the church, but the um, it's like church because right. man, <laughs> I'll be getting spiritual healing, everything. We talk about everything. You push yourself yeah. to, yeah. the point where you don't think you can go anymore yeah. and then the others around you push you so that you can yeah. be the best that you can be and deal with all the stress that comes with 
just being a man and trying to deal with all the responsibilities and making sure that we're doing what we're supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. So let's let's talk about the truth about him. Right. Exactly. Who who are we? as? Who man? is him? Yeah. Who is him? Us. You know, right. you, know you know, who are we? Um, and I believe to I believe to a certain extent we have to be men, be macho, be protectors. But I believe I, I believe vulnerability and honesty and congruency is part is part of that. Right. I don't believe absence. I don't believe if you if you if you're if you cry, if you emotional, that's an absence of courage. Right. I think that's super courageous. Right. That, that you can be a man and 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 be vulnerable and come and go to your brother, go to your spouse and say, you know what, this is where I am. You know, I I am I am feeling weak. I'm feeling weak in this moment. You know, I need your, your support. I think that it it's okay for a man to let his guard down. Right. Um, because we want to be the protector, be the provider, right. be the one that, that, that lifts you up, takes care of you, be in a sense the hero right? Um, to a certain extent, right? And most men don't admit when they're in pain, don't admit when they're struggling. They just, they just suck it up, right? Yep. So man up. Man up. A lot of times our therapy, our medicine is to go smash girls from here to Tokyo, right? right. That's our medicine. Right. Other other than just like, you know, letting letting life heal us, letting going through that process, because it's it's very, very painful going through a process that you don't want to go through. Right. You, you've been used to a certain thing your whole life. But now that certain thing is is, is taking a turn. It's, it's ending. That process is painful. Most men don't want to go through the process. Right? right. And when I mentioned the truth about him. Jamin had a had a, had a story about somebody at the gym, so I want him to share that story. Um, you know, just just from his perspective on what were you going to say before we stopped you talking about the truth about him? We were in, we were in the gym and uh, Pops was talking to a young man and I don't know what they were talking about before I got there, but I can tell Anthony had touched him in a way where he he was explaining himself to me about him not growing up with a father. Mm. And uh, if he would have grew up with a father, uh, he would he would be more advanced in his upbringing and decision making. Mm. So I had shared with him that I thought that was bullshit and it, it, it affects some, but not all, but it, 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 it ultimately boils down to the choices you act honestly make. Right. Now, how you was raised and what you've been taught does affect your psyche and your person. But when you're an adult, you can't reflect on the past and, and keep on making bad decisions. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I share it with him. So for you to have this podcast, the truth about him, everybody's truth is different. Right. And everybody thinks they don't know who him or her is because we're confused about a lot of things because the, the mirror that was in front of us was confused. Right. So, so we right. stand in our our own mirror, working just as confused. So, you need the brothers around mm -hmm. to go through the confusion yourself and yeah. help because you don't know. Yeah, yeah. At, at at some point, you have to be responsible for your life. Right. right? At because some point, you got to pick up the pieces exactly. yourself because help is exactly. not coming. Because I myself grew up with no father. 
right? right. I mean, I never had a doubt in my life. And of course, I, I made mistakes, you know, I right. tripped. Um, th th there are a lot of things I could have avoided by having that positive influence in my life. But looking back, <laughs> looking back at my father now, if he would have been there, I would have been worse off. I don't think I would be sitting here today right. if he was actually in my life because of who he is. Right. So even though I went through all that mess and all that crap, at some point I got to stop saying, you know what? What happened to me is was not my fault. Him being there was not my fault, but it's my responsibility to change that. Right. It's my, my responsibility to stand up and, and be a different man and make better decisions because at some point you know right from wrong. You know yeah, that this is do. right, this is wrong. But there's a process to that. You have to be committed to growing and being a better person and healing all that childhood trauma. You have to. You can't just walk through life being the exact same person because most people don't like what they have or who they are. That's because every day they have the same thoughts, the same visions, right. the same feelings. They're just going in you a loop. You gotta change that, right? What do you think about that? Right. Uh, I think you brought out some good points. Uh, certainly. Okay, let me just circle back sure. about, even for me, and that's affected a lot of young men. And right now, the, the epidemic of single mothers out there that are raising kids alone. Now, let me, let me get rid of this pillow. So for me, I grew up without a father too, yeah. you know, and that creates in itself a whole bunch of different uh, trauma things that happen along the way in your development mm -hmm. that you don't get and that you're missing, that you need to get back right. later in life because you're going to need it. So you're impacted by not having a father and uh, uh, and certainly when you have a mother that's not as connected and understand yeah. how to deal with that and all that's going on around it. It yeah. does make it hard and it's hard on the kids. Um, and I feel, especially growing up, uh, so for me, okay, right? I grew up in, I was a latchkey kid. Mm -hmm. I didn't know my dad. My mother didn't want to talk about it. And when I did, it was an issue you know, all the hostility, anger, yeah. and you know, so that makes the kid shut down. He's yeah. not gonna be open to wanna to talk about what happened or what's going on in his life. Well, it, it, anything, it, yeah. Right. right, so as a kid, here I am, I'm this little kid, I'm learning, okay, man up, shut up, <laughs> be quiet, and deal with it. We gotta get, move on, right? I'm kid. the only child, I don't have brothers and sisters to help me, right. I don't have, I mean, so you gotta figure that out. Yeah. But that's not really good. Now, certainly adversity seems like all the people that have been through adversity. I was listening to Monique's uh, yeah. last night on her on Netflix or whatever. And then you hey, listen. Me too. Me too. I watched her last night too. Yeah. The amount of adversity that she'd been through. You're like, my God, yeah. this woman is she'd been through it. She'd been I, through I, the fire. I, I just hope she wasn't making that shit up because I was feeling her pain. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So she touched my heart, too. It made me it's like, man. And then it's like. So all these things, it, it impacts us. So we act a certain way. So we act a certain way when we're in grade school, when we're in middle school, when we're in high school because of all that impact. Yeah. So then we're around, when we're around our friends, then we put on a mask and create what Bro, we think yeah. they need to see to accept us because yeah. we're already in pain and we don't want anybody to penetrate that yeah. veneer that yeah. we're showing them and that they still treat us right. Yeah. and you know, we don't have to go on the offense to protect, yeah. to protect ourselves. Yeah. So all that stuff really impacts. I, I know it really impacted me. And even at 57 years old, uh, July, I'll be 57, is 
you still have to deal with it because those thoughts, like you said, you're just recycling those yeah. same thoughts that you had when you were made to feel a certain way hmm. when you were 13 or when you were 19 or 25 or yeah. 35 or 45 or 55 or whatever. The feeling is still the same. Yeah. And it doesn't get dealt with because, you know, and life gets in the way too. You got responsibilities right. that you have to handle. Sometimes you don't even get the luxury to sit down and mourn your <laughs> you own don't. pain. You don't. You just got to deal with it. Yeah. And you yeah. know, thank God for, uh, you know, our friendship that we have yeah. and the ones around us that we can share what we're going through. We can be genuine. We could say, hey, you know, this is really what the situation is. Yeah. Everyone on social media is uh, putting up their highlight reel. Right. Right. Which is that's a hole in a donut. Yeah. <laughs> Swipe left. We done seen that so many times uh, we don't care. Right? It doesn't touch the heart. Tell him again. <laughs> Next. Next. Right. Anyway, but is I just you talked about being vulnerable and that takes so much more courage. And to even cry, let alone by yourself, yeah. takes courage because you have to to do that to yourself. Right. And allow yourself to feel that and work through whatever psychological problems that you have accumulated to that point yeah. to release that. And it's actually a natural mechanism right. that has been built in our design to help us uh, release stress, yeah. reset the brain, fix the physiology so that we can continue to move forward. Yeah, yeah, and um, <clears throat> thank you for that. That, that was amazing. Um, thank you. And most, I believe that most, People, I'll say most men avoid crying, avoid being vulnerable because they're afraid to face themselves of who they are and what they're going through in their true experience. Right. That was me yesterday. The reason that that I got emotional and started crying was because I, I was just in my office. I took a picture of myself and then I looked at the picture and I was just staring at the picture. I was like looking into my own eyes. Right. And and I saw myself. And seeing myself made me super emotional. I don't know why, right. but it made me emotional. And you mentioned grieving. I, I believe that most men go through grieving while they're in action. They they continue to work and, mm -hmm. and be social and do their do their men stuff. Go to the gym, go, go to, to work, gym. do what they got to right. do, take care of stuff around right. the house, so, dealing with their family. So the true feeling of that of that grieving gets buried. Yeah, right? it's not expressed. Versus sitting down and being still, and if you gotta sit there and cry it out, if you gotta snot and cough and cry and scream, do it. Right, right. It's not forever. It's just you know take your time to grieve whatever you're going through, instead of instead of instead of trying to walk through the grieving process by being busy. We want to be busy all the time. Right. But we we definitely want to be in a place where where we're open, right? We're open to to giving and receiving and really being that true man, that true man for our family. Um, and I, I just, that's something that we just generally don't have because I don't think we allow ourselves to actually be at that place. But what happens if we do? What happens if we, if we open up and be men and we grieve and we be vulnerable and we be honest first with ourselves mm -hmm. saying that, hey, this is how I feel, right? Right. I feel, I feel angry, but anger is a secondary emotion. Actually, you're hurt, and then right. that hurt 
leads to anger. Right. The anger is a, a byproduct of it right. because you were impacted. Right. So that, you know, you felt it, that strike, whether right. it's a verbal strike, a physical strike, right. a psychological, emotional, right. financial. Right. And, and it's a it's a reaction. Now, if you look at the word react, it really means to reenact the past trauma. So when someone says something, it's, it's not really about what you said to me, Anthony. It's about, OK, that took me back to a past trauma that, that I had with or without you. It's a past, right, past trauma. Right. So I'm reenacting that emotion like it just happened like you did to me. So it's a it's a reenactment. And most of us reenact a response to reenactment is to is to be angry, is to be upset instead of really talking about the root emotion. I was hurt by what happened, you know, and now I'm upset. We we mask we mask our pain with anger. Let me ask you this, because I've seen this in myself where Okay, something's happened and I'm hurt. I'm offended. Uh -huh. I'm wounded, right? <clears throat> that and I don't know. Maybe it could be the way I was raised. Who knows? Y'all can figure it out in the comments. <laughs> right. Is you have this um, man? I lost my train of thought. Is okay. We get we get hurt. Right. Repeat repeat what you just said because I'm trying to catch my train of thought. Uh, what I just what I just say. So I was talking about reenacting pain. How 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 we mask our hurt with anger. Right, right. Instead of expressing like how we feel, you know, I, I'm hurt. Okay, we, we I got it. I got Go it. Ahead. So what happens is, is right. You'll be mad. You'll be angry, and you want to say something, and like, you hurt me, right? Okay, right. I'm offended. But uh, it's weird. We have this uh, this weird thing. It's like, no, I want you to come to me, right? And and recognize that you hurt me, right? Even though you're clueless that you hurt me, right? But then that's not fair to you. It's not fair to it's not fair to you, but it also makes it also makes it more intense because that's that's called withheld communication, right? It's like if if you don't express how you feel and and you're and you're thinking that someone should know, you're withholding communication from that person, so they have no clue what you're thinking, how you feel. Clueless, right? So, okay, so here I am, right, and I'm feeling this way, and it feels horror. It's right, horrendous. Right. Every part of me feels sick. Right. I'm hurt. I'm wounded, and it's just something. It could be the way the circumstances around your life, the way that you're raised, right. what you go through. And you know you're hurt and you're honest with yourself. You are hurt and you want to tell this person, hey, honey, that hurt. Mm -hmm. But for whatever reason, we don't because maybe we're scared that they're not going to accept right. what we say to Soft them. Fear. Right? right. Or for whatever concoction we make up in our mind, we sell it to ourselves and right. we buy it and we run with right. it. Right. Right. Versus just saying, hey, you know. You said this, maybe you didn't mean it this way, but the way it came out, it triggered me because right. of this, these things in my life that happened. You know, I can work on that so it's not right. so impactful right. on me in the future. But then at least, you know, we have a communication where we can say, okay, hey, this is what's going on. She didn't know that this happened. Right. And, you know, I'm over here in my quiet suffering, giving myself a heart attack and a right. stroke, which men have <laughs> right. all the time. Right. I heard this, this is crazy. Men are four more times likely to have a heart attack after an argument with their wife, family, or spouse right. Right. than a woman is. That's crazy. So, so we get to a point where if, if a, a man is reluctant or reluctant or resistant or hesitates about sharing his feelings right. with his spouse, two questions. One is that, is that have 
have have you guys create a, a safe space where right. either one of you can can come and speak without anyone taking it personal, knowing that you know what this, this isn't my stuff. I'm just, I'm just sharing with you, right? But I know it's me, right? And then and then two, is it is it truly the crap that you grew up with or we grew up with? I think it's both. A little of both little is of both. kind of blending right. into two right. different worlds. Because if you if you have a, a spouse, man or wife, and if you go to your spouse and you express you express to them that it's, it's something that they did that made you that hurt you that made you feel a certain way, right? Right. Um, and and they say, you know what? No, that's not true. That's not what happened. They discount. They discount your feelings. Right. And then that then that turns and makes you upset. And then secondly, you don't feel safe. Right. Right. Because I'm a I'm a firm believer in that whenever you go to anybody about anything. So so say, for example, you you punch me in the arm. Okay. Right. Okay. Anthony, you hit me in my arm. Okay. Right. So that's blaming that's blaming you and judging you. Right. Instead right. of saying you know what, you know what, that punch made you know made me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. May, I'm talking about how I feel. Yeah. Right. I'm taking everything off you. So what that does is that that opens you up to be able to to talk because you don't feel judged and blamed. I'm not saying you 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 you. I'm telling you how I feel. Right. 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 This incident made you feel this way. Correct. So we got to correct the incident. Correct. And fix that. Correct. And if if you if you take the judgment off people, they're more open to talk. But we we speak with so much judgment in everything we do. And the tone and Every, the anger that comes out. So when you're talking, right. people don't even understand what you're saying. All they feel right. is this energy. Everything's about of rage. It's about giving shame. You you don't, you never. Right. That's our conversations. And people shut down. People shut down and then Very that, much so. that safety goes away. We have to be at a point where we are people that can hold space and not take anything anybody says personal because it's not about us. They're going through their own pain their hurt, their trauma, right? And we take offense to every single thing. But if we can hold space and have people hold space for us, conversations, relationships can be a lot better because we know that, damn, you know what? They're going through some really, some really tough hurt and pain. But that does not allow anybody to demean you, disrespect you, or or not or not or not respect who you are. Right. Right. So that's why it has to it has to be mutual, right? That makes sense. Right, right. Um Yes, certainly it does. I, for me, I guess it's easier just to kind of think about my relationship uh, with my wife over the years. Because to be quite frank, I think that's where I learned the most. Right. Yeah. Um, 100%. One, first of all, I met my wife when I was 19 years old. Okay. And everything before then was just story of chaos, yeah. and, you yeah. know. They, you grow up in certain circumstances, it's predictable. It's yeah. like watching, you know, a movie. It's yeah. just like you just see it happening. So, okay, so let's go back to that, right? Something happens to me, I'm hurt. So I start, sh I shut down. Mm -hmm. I don't want to talk about it. I'm quiet. So what's wrong? Nothing. And then you, <laughs> you then, then if the energy is really aggressive what what's right, wrong right. because i'm making you nervous or scared and you're right, reacting and right. you're getting triggered then somebody who's like me or somebody like that right. can just start shutting down versus 
when there's this uh, curiosity of inquisition of, you know, like, hey, what's going on? What's yeah, wrong? Yeah. The spirit is different. It's that, um, it, it's that, it, it's funny because I talk about this too. It's that, um, that mother child uh, yeah. bonding connection. Yeah. And when you hear that tone, and it even happens for men with their wife. So baby's crying, they're upset. They hear their mom's voice, they calm down yeah. and it soothes them because yeah. she brings a certain tone, a certain energy, right. and the baby feels that love and he hears all that. Yeah. Uh, but that baby could be a boy who's gonna grow into a man right. like us, right? And right. have to deal with whatever it is. But uh, man, my mind is just racing so fast. I'm wanting to cover all these things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just trying to keep my train of thought here is a lot of times, like, we won't want to say, hey, what's wrong, yeah. and share our feelings. And that's something that we have, like, for me, I had to work on, right? Yeah. Okay, I know something is wrong. I've been in the silent treatment for a day or two. Yeah. I just don't, I'm shut down. I don't want to talk. Yeah. I am hurt, and I want to articulate it. So I have to kind of get to neutral where then I can articulate right. it and say, hey, you know, this happened, right. and then we can discuss it. Yeah. Just like how you were saying, is yeah. it not without judgment or, you know, you did this or that. Yeah. It's not about just that. Space, yeah. It's just trying to, you know, hey, look, this is what happened. And this is the way that I was impacted and affected yeah. in yeah. this situation. And these are some of the reasons that are making me respond this way. Some of it I got to work on this yeah. on my own. And then maybe you didn't even realize that this happened and then it came in and then it impacted me this way. Yeah. But being able to have that conversation and having the communication where, right, it is safe, where I could say, or even her, she could, she could be yeah. safe and say, hey, you know, you may not realize it, but the tone that you're using, even though it's not what you're saying, right. it's not what you're saying, it's how you say how it. How you say it. And being a, a man, being aggressive, maybe to the point where you're blunt or... Yeah. You know, because sometimes we're just trying to handle, get stuff done. Yeah. You get in that mindset and not adjust for our audience and who we're talking to. Yeah. And it's different when I'm talking to a man or a brother versus if I'm talking to a woman. Yeah. You know, I have to deliver the message differently. Yeah. And yeah. it took me a while to learn how to do that, where we could talk about things yeah. like that, that's <coughs> causing me a problem or I haven't gotten over. And then another thing, too, is the shame of dealing with generational trauma. I mean, how many times have you heard, you, you know, you're 47 years old yeah. and we're still in dealing with this? You should have right. got over this. Exactly. I mean, how does that make one feel when you've been traumatized yeah. and you've been dealing with this trauma your whole life yeah. and you're trying to yep. get through it and someone's coming at you who's supposed to be the closest person you love? Now, I'm not saying my wife did yeah. that. Yeah. I'm just you're you, in general. Yeah. In general. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. You you feel you feel demonized. You, you feel like not worth it. I mean, you feel like 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 what's it I mean? You're you're the person that I'm supposed to do trust in and confide in, and I'm being attacked. And and most relationships are selfish, right? Everyone thinks that it's all about them. Yeah. Right. I, because you that's said, how we are. We think about right, us first. Right. You said that. Um, what's wrong? Right. Right. Most conversations don't happen like that. Most of them are like, okay, what's wrong? It's always something. You upset now, right? And, and they think it's about them. Right, right. We and, internalize it. Right. It's so dang, the world revolves around right, us. Right, and, and, then, and then that triggers the person that's really going through something. You know what? It's not about you, right? You know, I'm, I'm going through something. It's like, 
every you're not that important that everything that I'm upset about is about you. I I I have a job. I go out and work. You know, I have kids. I have friends. I mean, things happen out there in the world. And just because something's wrong, it's not always about your spouse or your friend. Right. You know, it and if we if we look at that and take the emphasis off of us, because again, that's us protecting ourselves. We're putting survival up that, putting mechanisms. Up that guard, yep, exactly. Right? Well, your guard is up for what? You don't even know what kind of gun is if it's a if it's a gun, if it's an arrow, if it's a cannon. You you put up this this shield for something that you have no idea what's coming, right? It can be a flower. You got this big shell up and you're blocking everything that's supposed to come. So we just have to get in a place where we can hold space, we can communicate, um, and we can we can be truthful in our feelings. And and also the person that we're with can also be open and listen and be truthful um, because that will determine the success or failure of any relationship, whether it be personal or romantic. Yeah, what you said about creating a safe space for uh, anybody, it could just be two friends at the gym or a husband and wife, brother and sister, it doesn't matter, right? Is having a safe space where at least we could talk to each other and say, hey, you know, this happened and you're not going to attack me. No. I'm not going to attack you. <clears throat> you know, we're just trying to understand what happened and move past it emotionally yeah. and go on to the next step. Yeah. And yeah. also have a safe space where you can, there's no passing judgment where you can share with somebody yeah. and it's not getting all misconstrued about what you shared to, to come back at you like a boomerang. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. The boomerang effect. Yeah. Then you don't want to share with anybody. Yeah. Right, so you shut like, down because yeah. people's not understanding what you're really saying, what your true intent is, what's really in your heart that you're trying to express to other people to understand, you know, hey, this is how I feel. This is what's going on. Maybe not y'all aren't responsible for all of this, but, you know, this is what I'm dealing yeah. with. And that a person's feelings, whether they're your feelings or your feelings or your wife's feelings or whoever it is that they're, you know, I've heard that people say, oh, F your feelings. Well, no, <laughs> that... Nah, that doesn't work. Nah. It doesn't work because the fact of the matter is that we are human beings. We do have feelings and they do impact us. And when we have trauma, it impacts us. It impacts us one decade, two decades, three decades, yeah. five decades, se seven decades yeah. later. Yeah. And it's unfortunate. And that's why um, I'm hoping to hear and that there'll be more and more conversations around that, that people focus on the solution and uh, work through these yeah. because uh, the direction that we're going with relationships, I mean, we all might as well just live in a cement <clears throat> box might and well. just jack in with the... And the problem is they want more people instead of communicating, have dope-ass podcasts like this to talk about it. They want your medication to suppress yeah. it, yep. right? To get it out, exactly, that's, exactly. That's it, that's it. To, to smoke more, to drink more, to yeah. pop more, to abuse more, instead of uplifting yourself to free yourself from these mm. things of the emotion and yeah. learn how to cope with it on your own, instead of suppressing it with other uh, vices. Right. Exactly. Right. Right. That's good. Exactly. That's really good. Right. Exactly. Because this is more solution oriented. You. This is what the situation is, and you work through it together and having that communication yeah. where, you know, that there's no judgment and it is safe and people can talk to each other and they can work together and elevate it. And to be quite honest, that is what has kept 
that that's what kept my or has kept or is keeping my relationship with my wife yeah. going is that ability to be able to one we were talking about that what is it that a person can come into a room and they can feel we're talking about talking about empaths 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 yes where a person has the ability to feel and they absorb everybody else's energy right good bad indifferent anger empaths absorb all of that and then and then they they, they leave depleted so th it was saying that if an empath walks in a room and someone is happy they're happy if someone is sad, they're sad. If someone is angry, they're angry. And it's a transfer of energy. Y you give them your energy and they give you yours. So if I walk in a, a, a happy environment and, a, environment and say, and say Jamin's uh, upset and pissed, well, now I'm empty because he took, he took my energy. Now he's happy and I'm depleted. So that's what empaths do. They, they absorb energy um, and it, it can be good, but it can also be detrimental to, to your health, right? right to right. be an empath. And we'll do a show on, on okay, empaths. Okay, okay. Um, gotcha, because gotcha. That's, that's really like a really, really um, deep subject. Um, go ahead. I guess what I was trying to say in uh, even bringing that up is that, one, you got to work together. Yes. It's not going to work. I don't care what it is. It's a business partner. It's uh, players on the same team. Yeah. Husband and wife. Any Anywhere... Two people got to work together and cooperate and yeah. try to achieve a goal. Yeah. You got to have communication. You got to have respect and you got to uh, cherish each other and help each other because you're only as good as whoever's the weakest at the time. Hmm. Right. And you're not always going to be strong. Yeah. And you're not always going to be weak at some times. But having that other person that you can lean on to help you get through that, right. that is sensitive enough, sensitive enough to be able to recognize, hey, something happened. What's going on? Anthony, are you, are you okay? Yeah. What's going yeah. on? Well, something is going on. It's probably a better answer. I'm not ready to talk about it that, right now. That's it right there. Let, right. let me just right. try to work through it a little bit. And then, you know, when I can get to a point where I can feel I can talk about it. Where and, I've processed it. Yeah. it. And express it to you not in anger, not yeah. in rage, not in yeah. sarcasm or judgment, but yeah. yet just like, hey, th this yeah. is what happened. And then then you help each other. Yeah. And then, you know, and then that's where the, the unity comes in is you build those relationships is when you have those trials and then you work together yeah. and then you work through it together. Yeah. Like, like my son tells me, Dad, can't go over it, can't go under it, got to go through Got to go through it. Go through it. Your son said that to you? Yeah. Nice. I love it. How old is it. your son now? Three, about to be four. I love April. it. I love it. Say it again. Can't go over it. Can't go under it. We have to go through it. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I that's love it. That. And that's really it. I love that. And the key to that is, is always working on yourself together. Like yeah. If, 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 you're, if, you're, if you're married, work together. If you're single, keep working. Yeah. Because you're either going to grow together or, or grow apart, right? It's your choice. And two people who truly love each other will always, I was told that the best gift that I can give my friends, my spouse, my kids, the best gift I can give them is to work on myself. That's yes. the best gift. Your best example, not that you're trying to show me a highlight reel, right. 
but you're wanting to bring your best attributes, your best right. qualities, your best mindset, your best thoughts, right. your best energy right. to people to impart that into them. Right. You gotta have the right tools, right? Yeah. It's, it's like it's like going, it's like going to play baseball with a golf club. It ain't it's, gonna not, work. it's not going to work. Right? I don't care how good you right. are. Right. You need a baseball, so you, you gotta have the right tools for any situation that you're in. Right. And that right tool will make you successful. Um, so. What I want to do at this point is, I want to I want to invite people listening because we do a call on Wednesdays, right? Okay. And I want to I want to invite right. you guys to the call. Um, there'll be a, a link below where you can sign up. But just come because we support each other, right? Because we all go through something. So I want to invite you guys to this call on Wednesdays where we meet every Wednesday at five p.m. five p.m. Pacific and we just talk about stuff and. Talk about the, the truth about him, <laughs> right? Right. right, right. To talk about so and what we're going through, yeah. uh, and encouraging others, yeah. and ourselves. That I, I, I just got want to circle sure. back is, it's so important to really develop the communication. Yes, and if you're not ready to talk, it's okay to say I'm not ready. Right, but you have to and respect the other person, and I think that that's the key. Yeah. Uh, that always works. Getting a better understanding of another person's yeah. situation and where they're coming from always adds peace yeah. to whatever the situation is. Right. Amen. Versus, you know, getting caught up in your feelings and where you are, you know, you're striking out <laughs> and you're behaving right. out right. because you're not getting your needs met. But if you could just step back, take yeah. a break, you know, exercise, go run around the block and then come back and deal with it when you, you know, kind of calm down. That you absolutely have to have that communication. Yeah, and I'll say this, and I'll be super clear to you guys: um, social media is not the standard for relationships. Oh, it's not at all. It's fake. All you see is what people want you to see, right? Right. You don't see the behind the scenes. You don't see everything that goes. I mean, and I know you guys know this, but hear me: if you're basing your relationships how you how you do business, how you do parenting, how you do marriage off of social media, I promise you, everything you, you're doing will eventually fail. You have to grow yourself, heal yourself, know who you are, know what trauma you've been through and work your ass off to get through that and be a better version of yourself. You have to awaken to your higher self. If not, everything you do will crumble and you you find yourself in a position of pain where you don't need to be in pains a part of life but certain things we can avoid certain relationships do not have to be hard but we make them hard because because we're selfish and we're looking at other people in their lives and comparing who they are what they have to what we have and who we are you do that recipe for for disaster that's it that is definitely a recipe for disaster. Let's end on a good note, though. Sure. And I always like to focus on the solution and sure. not the problem. Yes. We definitely have to identify the problems and, and deal with them as they uh, show up in our life. But I believe that by focusing on what you want and having yes. the mindset of, okay, I want peace at home. I want peace with my family. Yes. I want peace in my business life is just constantly meditating on that yes. and focusing on that. and. Uh, whether it's prayer, whether it's meditation, or you just have to just push yourself through the exercise. It's just a fact 
it's just the law of the universe that we have here is that what you set your energy on and your intention yeah. on and your focus, that is what is going to grow. Whatever, once you plant it in the ground, yep. Yep. it's going to get the fruit yep. of whatever you planted. Yep. And that we have to plant uh, those seeds of openness yep. and uh, kindness and safety that how you feel and what you're going through is important and that our overall mental well health as far as men and women because we see so much uh constant uh back and forth men against yeah. women blacks against whites yeah. it just goes on and on and on and on it's chaos forget chaos. all that yeah. we need each other and we are not going to get any further without each other so this mentality and mm -hmm. this mindset of thinking you know Forget men, they're no good. Forget women, they're no good. That's all garbage. Yeah. That's all the noise on, on this side and on this side. We need each other. We have to work together. We have to understand, you know, what you're going through and what I'm going through. We have to find some place where that we can meet yeah. and, and grow together because this is not going to go good. So if we focus on what we want, it can go good, and yeah. we don't have to have the result that we don't want we could get the result that we do want yeah. which is love peace joy and happiness who said yeah. that in the song i don't know you did that's your song now love and happiness y'all yeah. put it in the comments Al Green. oh okay Al Green. it was al green al green that's probably old for some folks right that's way back but so this, that's all i'm that's yeah. what i'm saying that, that that's worked for me this uh first episode was uh i mean it was basically ad-lib we had we had no, no plan none but, but it worked freestyle but, um, but now, welcome to the Truth About Him podcast. We're going to have so much more content for you. Um, and yeah, so thank you guys for watching. Thank you for listening. Uh, catch us on YouTube and anywhere you get your podcast. And we'll see you guys on the next episode.